This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow our heads as we go into the message of the day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we commit this service unto the mighty hand. We ask for the word of revival to flow from your throne of grace. That everyone under the sound of my voice will be liberated. Amen. Will be revived. Amen. Will be restored. Amen. So that your name will continue to be glorified. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. We are continuing with our message, the adversary of my soul. Part two. We started last week. It was quite wonderful. This part two, we'll be able to understand fully what the Lord is talking about and how to overcome these adversaries. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9. And I will read, For a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Just to refresh what happened last week, the Lord told us about adversaries, that the first adversary we encounter in life is man himself. The first adversary of man is man himself. So you are the foremost of foundational adversary to yourself. How do we become adversaries to ourselves? When we refuse to work in agreement with leading of the Lord, when we dwell in flesh, dwell in carnality, God's promises will not come to pass in our lives. Just as confession brings possession, if that confession is not supported by obedience, there will be no possession. Obedience to God, obedience to his word. As I have said before, the blessings and costs, life and death, Say, but choose thy life that both thou and thy seed might live. There are options to obey or not to obey. If you obey, this is what will happen. If you disobey, this is what will happen. If you obey, you possess that open door. But as long as you dwell in disobedience, you cannot enter into that great doors that have been opened unto you. So you are the foremost personality that will decide whether you enter to that open door or not. After that, we enter the next stage. Anger must go. Unforgiveness must go. You must drop that garbage of bitterness, strife, betrayal, evil conspiracies, and all manner of evil wisdom must go. If you still carry them as attachment to your life, it will be very, very hard to enter into that great doors that the Lord has opened. So today we are going to look at the second part of adversaries. Come with me to the book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. It's a kingdom that I am come to send peace on earth. I have not come to bring forth peace. He said, I have come with a sword. I have come with sword to open up so many hidden things, to open up secret sins, to open up hidden sins, 
to open up abominations, iniquities that has prevailed over the earth. I have come with sword to uproot, to pull down, to cut off things that shouldn't be. But those that so unto peace will get peace. That are evil on this earth. That's why I have come with sword. 35. If I'm called to set a man at variance against his father, I have come to expose the secret between father and son. I'm come to tell that son that does not know that the father is the one, the source of his problem. To tell that son that his father has mortgaged his destiny in the occultic kingdom. And he'll be looking at that man as the best thing that has ever happened to him without knowing that the father has mortgaged his destiny in the money kingdom. I have come to prove to that father that the source of his problem is his son. That his son has used his name somewhere for wealth. I have come to expose the secrets between father and their children. I have come not to cover up evil. I have come to set a man at violence against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. I have come to open your eyes for you to know that daughters that have mortgaged tied their parents, parents that have tied their children, mother-in-laws that have tied their daughter-in-laws, daughter-in-laws that have tied their mother-in-laws, that do not see eye to eye, that are going to evil authors so that their mother-in-law will die and get out of the way for them. I have come to expose hidden sins, secret sins. I have come with sword. Because those who are for evil will receive the sword. But those who are for peace, peace will locate them. Verse 36. And a man's foe shall be there of his own word. Hassle. The enemy of man is not far. That evil never. Occulting man. Yes, they are there. But your number one enemy, one, is yourself. Two. The family you are born into. Three. Where you are married to. Internal enemies. Household enemies. Before you begin to talk about external ones. Household enemies. Family strong man. Family strong woman. Family stronghold. Evil relations. Evil in-laws. Internal external enemies. They are all adversaries. Adversaries. If you want to generalize them, then you talk about evil colleagues, evil neighbors. Evil business associates, agents within your neighborhood, agents within your place of business, your company, there is somebody after you. They are all part of the adversaries. What we are going to do this morning, we are going to categorize the different adversaries that have sworn that will not enter the great doors that the Lord has ordained for you. And we are going to deal with the situation through effective and effectual prayer today in Jesus' name. The first group is the group that has sworn that the young shall not grow. The young shall not grow. The powers that are in existence when you were born. The herald of your generation. The power that was in existence when Christ was born. The herald of your generation. Who is the herald of your generation? Your family. The family strong man. Foundational power. Ancestral Causes and powers, generational powers and causes. That herald, you have come, but let us see how you grow. 
let us see how you'll be useful in this family. Shebi, I've been the one ruling this family for thousands of years. Everyone that has passed here has never been wealthy. I'm the spirit that has been controlling them. And he said, the young shall not grow. But thus said the Lord that by reason of today's service, the young must grow. Amen. Your destiny must grow. Amen. Your star must grow. Amen. Your potentials must grow. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We have them everywhere. In every family that there. Every family has a hero that is in church. They have foundational power. They are there. The power from your father's house. Power from your mother's house. Powers from your in-law where you are married to or where they married you to. They are there. You have the second group. The Pharaoh of our generation. That power that has sworn, I will not let you go. You want to rise? They say, where, where do you think you are rising to? You want to go for better? To the promised land, go where? Where do you think you are going? That family strong man. They say, where do you think you are going to? That family strong man. They are sworn to not be well with you. That has sold enemy. That evil relation. That evil in law. Say, go where? Let me go. He said, I will not let you go. Let me prosper. He said, I will not prosper. Let me be fruitful. I will not let you to be fruitful. Let me arise and shine. I will not let you to arise and shine. Today, those powers must go down in Jesus' name. Amen. The third group is the Goliath spirit. I will not let you pass over. I will not let you pass over. The children of Israel were going on their own. And Kimbalak saw them say, No. I want to allow this word to pass over. Go and call that occultic grandmaster Bala. Bring him. Come and place a cause that they will not end well. That's why some people, the Lord said, their people's their names are littered everywhere in different altars. Occultic grandmasters. Marie Wushaf, Water Spagent, Custodian of Evil Altar has been summoned to place causes against them. Enchantment has been raised. Divination has been made. Their names are dedicated. Sacrifices everywhere. Chains, charms, arrows, evil decrees against people's destiny. And Kimbalak said, Cause this war for me. And the occultic grandmaster Balaam said, How shall I cause whom God has not caused? And how shall I defy whom God has not? The children of Israel did not know that somebody has been contracted to place causes on them. Many of you do not know. There is somebody that has been contracted to place costs on you. But every cost against you today will backfire in Jesus' name. Amen. Adversity has sworn that you will not enter that promised land. We have internal external enemies. Unfriendly friends, acquaintances, evil neighbors, evil business associates, patronizers and custodians of demonic kingdoms whose work are to stop you from getting to that your promised land. There are powers consulting the oracles that you will not get to your spiritual destination in life. Powers that are daily summoning one at evil altars. Powers that are dishing out causes, enchantment against people's destinies and stars. While men slept, the enemy went and sowed tears among the weight and went his way. While men slept, the enemy began to summon their spirit, began to place causes, began to make sacrifice against them. If you see sponge in front of your door, it's not normal sponge. Sponge means hardship, continuous hardship, local sponge. If they give you sponge to lose, is it easy to lose? 
to lose them one by one, it will take you two or three days. One small sponge. It means, as you come up from one problem like this, you are entering another one. It's called spiritual entanglement. Every evil hand sweeping for your sake, hey, Yakamaka, will sweep themselves out of the land of the living to the land of the dead. And that evil hand must wither. Must wither. Must wither. By Holy Ghost, fire. Your enemies know who you are. They know that the power of God is in you. That's why they are not happy with you. Because they have tried everything to stop you as your adversary. But there is no stopping you. They have consulted. You know, it's easy to carry your destiny because spiritually you are a heavyweight. If you're led that way, they will have protected you. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If they can't carry Jesus right then they will carry away. As long as they cannot lift up Christ, no power can uproot you from your place of blessing in Jesus' name. Costed on a fearful altars, patronizers, oracles, summoning people's destiny, powers under the cover of the night, standing as adversaries, summoning children of God that you will not arise and shine. That you will not be who God has called you to be. Whether they like it or not, you must possess your position in Jesus' name. Amen. I decree today that every power standing as the head of, of your generation, standing as your adversary, shall be eaten up by Holy Ghost worms in Jesus' name. Amen. The angels of God will slap them today, today in Jesus' name. Amen. Another group, the fourth group, are the power that has sworn that will not possess our possession, that will not enjoy the fruit of our labor. He said, I know you have beauty. He said, You're not in habit. Part that said, I know you have planted. I will not allow you to reap. He said, You, ah, you will only call for trouble. He said, Their labor will be in vain. There are powers that are sworn. You not possess. You not enjoy. You not enter that promised land. Today, the Holy Spirit of God will waste that power on your behalf. Amen. Today, I declare to somebody here that you must live long to enjoy the fruit of your labor. Amen. What belongs to you will never pass you by. As long as the adversary called the wall of Jericho couldn't stop the children of Israel from possessing their promised land. No power can stop you from possessing your promised land in Jesus' name. Amen. We equally have another level of adversary. Adversary that makes people make mistakes. Come with me to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 34. A lot of people have made mistakes, done what they shouldn't do because of what people said. You want to belong. They said this. They say you're a Jew guy. They say you know open eye. They say, ah, you're not a big chick. Then you want to behave like a big chick. And you destroy your destiny. They say you're a Jew guy. Because you're being the Lord. That's why they're calling you a Jew guy. They say you're nobody. You want to praise them that you're somebody. And then you go into the realm of worldliness. The spirit that provoke people to do what they're not supposed to do. Deuteronomy chapter 34. From verse 1. Moses went up from the plains of Moab onto the mountain of Nebo to the top of Pisgah, Mount Pisgah. That is over against Jericho. From there we look at Jericho. You see Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land of Gilead 
unto Dan. Showed him the wonderful land of Jericho that he was supposed to lead. The children of Israel too. And all Naphtali and the land of Ephraim and Manasseh and all the land of Judah unto the utmost sea. And the south and the plain of the valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees unto Zohar. And the Lord said unto him, This is the land which I swear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, unto Jacob, saying, I give it unto thy seed. The land I say you will take this food to. I have caused it to see it with thy eyes. But that shall not go over Tita. I have called you to see this land, but you will not enter. You, Moses, will not enter. It's a terrible thing for one to build and not inhabit. That will never be a portion in Jesus' name. Amen. What was Moses' crime? The children of Israel became his adversary. A congregation can be an adversary to the man of God. Members can be an adversary to the man of God. Will be the one the devil will use to hinder that man of God from entering heaven. Members can be the one enemy could use to make the man of God do what he's not supposed to do. Because of what they did, they said they provoked Moses. Moses did what he was not supposed to do. And it cost him the promised land. I pray that no member will provoke me to lose my promised land in Jesus' name. Amen. Adversary could be somebody that is beloved to you, whose action could manipulate you to do what you're not supposed to do, and you miss out what God has. The number one adversary, apart from her being his own adversary, was Jezebel. Evil cancer. Somebody could come with cancer. That made that person be your adversary. Evil cancer that misleads you to do what you are not supposed to. I pray that somebody here will not only see your blessings, you will surely be a partaker of your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. That's what is called power to create wealth and power to eat wealth. Some people can create wealth. When it's time to eat it, they won't be alive to eat that wealth. Some people can create wealth that Lord give the power to create and be with alive to eat that wealth. The worst is power to create wealth without power to eat that wealth. If you walk in obedience, you create wealth, you eat that wealth. And I pray somebody here will create wealth and eat that wealth in Jesus' name. Amen. When Moses was supposed to move into that place and enjoy the promised land, they say he will not enter. The vice president that was close to the king who told prophet Elijah, even if God opened up the windows of heaven, doors all over heaven, this prophecy will not come to pass. How can by tomorrow a bag of rice will turn to 100 naira? We know how much bag of rice. And Elijah said, you will live to see it, but you will not be a partaker. Any power that has sworn that you see your blessings would not be a partaker will die for your sake in Jesus' name. Amen. Any power, any man or woman going to evil water for your sake, that you will not be a partaker of your blessing, that person will be roasted by Holy Ghost fire. Amen. You must see your blessings. Amen. You must inherit it. Amen. And you must enjoy it in Jesus' name. Amen. I decree that every demonic cause 
fashion to hinder you from possessing your promised land must backfire in the name of Jesus. Amen. We must be careful not to fall into the category of Eli and his children. We must be careful not to allow ourselves to get to the level of attracting God's wrath so that we do not miss out the wonderful doors that the Lord has opened for us. We have another level of adversary. The fifth one, we are talking about the altars. There are multiple altars everywhere. Altars have been contracted to stop you from possessing your promise. Altars in the mountains. Altars in the hills and caves of forests, trees, jungles. Altars in the water. There are altars in the mountain, hills and caves. Altars in the island and sea. Altars in the moon, in the sun and the stars. Altars in the heavens. There are kingdoms. We have queen of the sea, queen of the coast. They operate on earth. Then we have queen of heaven that operates from the heavenlies. That is marine kingdom in the air. When God divided, he divided the river. The one up and the one down. The heavens. There's another kingdom up there. There are altars. Altars are sworn. You will not make it. Altars where people are summoned. Where virtues, stars and talents, potentials exchange, kill or destroy. Coven and Codron contracted to stop people. To emphasize that when the Lord brought up this issue after people didn't even understand until he spoke about it in Exodus and in the book of Deuteronomy. Let us look at Deuteronomy chapter 12, 2 and 3. He said, You shall utterly destroy all the places wherein the nations which you shall possess serve their gods. You destroy where they serve their gods. Upon the high mountains, they serve their gods. They have altars in the high mountain. And upon the hills, they have altars in the hills. And under every green tree, they have altars in the trees. And you shall overthrow their altars. Most native doctors, where they stay, you see big tree they use. There is an altar in that place. You shall overthrow their altars. These altars must go. And break their pillars. And burn down their groups with fire. And shall hear down the graven images of their gods and destroy the names of them out of that place. God gave a commandment that these altars must be destroyed. These altars they are using to serve their gods must be destroyed. Altars, shrine, and idol. Deities, idols, and gods. Ezra chapter 12 and verse 12. The Lord said, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the what? Gods of what? Egypt. I will destroy all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. For you to dwell in permanent deliverance, liberation of freedom, the gods and altars working against you must be destroyed. If you don't destroy that god and altar, they will keep on troubling you. Until your firing power is such that when those girls hear your name, they say, who called this man again? Who troubled this man? They begin to look among them. They say, look for who trouble, who, who is looking for your trouble. Who amongst their members call your name? Until your firing power gets to the level whereby when those girls hear your name, they tremble. Because they know that once you release fire upon their altars, their altars are in trouble. Pharaoh was doing guy, Shakara, 
until the time the Lord said, I will bring down their gods. Immediately he brought down their gods. Their altars were dismantled. And Pharaoh surrendered and said, I will let you go. If you are finding power, spiritual prayer life is not sought to dismantle those altars in your neighborhood. They'll keep on troubling you. To dismantle the altars, the gods in your father's house, they keep on troubling you. That is why you must be a praying Christian. The word of God says, pray without what? Season. Because you need prayer. Effective prayer. Effectual and fervent prayer of the righteous does what? Avalate much. You need effective prayer to keep your enemies off from your territory. To keep them off from your territory. For them to say, this man, don't trouble him. Don't, don't look for his trouble. Because if you look for his trouble, he will clear our altar. Yes, but the Lord told me there is no altar in this country they have not taken your name to. There is no altar they have not taken your name to. Including outside the country. I said, Lord, what do I do? What have I done to them? Why are they taking my name to everyone? What do I do? The Lord smiled. He said, my son, you don't have to worry anything. Don't be afraid. The Lord told me, he said, is it possible for them to kill him? I said, no, they can't kill you. He said, my son, they cannot kill you. As long as you walk in our what? Obedience. He said, they can't kill you. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whoever gathers together against you shall do what? Fall for yourself. He said, they won't get you. Today, any man or woman, that will take your name to evil altar, will die in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know why? Because you are little Jesus. Junior Jesus. That's why you are called Christian. Our son name we are called Christian because we are children of Christ. And as long as we walk in obedience, that evil cause, and that evil lot against you will never stand. Amen. That effigy, that picture, your clothes, your money, your certificate, they are taken to evil lot to tie you. Today, I command that evil attack to jump out and go back to sender. Amen. I decree no man or woman can stop you from possessing your position in Jesus' name. Amen. Great doors are open unto us, but there are many adversaries. Doors of dumbfounding breakthroughs are open. Doors of blessings are open. Doors of dominion, excellence, honor, integrity, announcement, explosions are open. Doors of promotion, connection. Doors of wisdom, favor, and greatness are open. Those are great potentials, talents, virtues, and speedy manifestation of the glory of the Lord are open. Those are good health, long life, goodness, good news, spiritual and physical blessings, financial, economic, and material, marital blessings are open unto you. But there are many adversaries surrounding us. Today, those adversaries must be silenced by the poor, the most high God in Jesus' name. Amen. By your heads. We heard the message. What is it that will stop you from entering that promised land? Last Sunday, the Lord taught us why we shouldn't be our own adversaries. We heard the message. If you have not given your life to Christ, it's a wonderful time for you to give your life to Christ. And for those of us who are dwelling in sin, this is time for us to begin to confess, repent of our sins.
in words and actions and thoughts so that we will not be our own personal hindrance that will stop us from entering the promised land. Because we are about going to prayers right now so that we must possess what God has done for us. And for those of us who have not given their life to Christ, whatever you are under the sound of my voice, begin to ask the Lord for mercy that you repent for not accepting him as your Lord and Savior. That by reason of this message, you have comfort, ready to accept him, ask for his blood to blot out your name from the book of death and book of hell. That from today, you accept him as your Lord and Savior. Ask him to rewrite your name from the book of death and hell to the book of life. You welcome him to your spiritual and body as you surrender this morning. Father, I thank you for accepting them as your children. We glorify you for your mercies and compassion. And for those of us who are not, if rapture takes place now, we know that we are not fit to make eternity in heaven. Let there be genuine repentance this morning. Those things that has held us in bondage, that each time we make effort to repent, we find out we cannot repent. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you to overcome. He's the great helper. Let him help us to overcome those sins. He said, if we confess our sins, it's first and just to forgive us and to pray fire from all unrighteousness. Father, we ask for your mercy. Let your blood purge us. Holy Spirit, God, we welcome your presence to do what you are known to do better. We ask for you to help us to overcome these strongholds of sins. Let our repentance be genuine. The one that will be genuine and that will be acceptable unto your kingdom. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070-3668-7445. May God richly bless you.